Hi, you're listening to Cat Tales and I'm Cat. Emmy Brit Award nominated composer Sarah Klass has become one of Britain's most sought after composers and is described as having the Midas touch when it comes to creating music. She is an accomplished musician and highly acclaimed at scoring for film and television, winning a Best Score Award for Sir David Attenborough's BBC TV series Africa and has been invited to perform tracks from her beautifully ethereal album Natural High on Songs of Praise. Exploring nature's euphoric diversity, the album aligns each track with various deities from myths and legends of different cultures and was instrumental in raising funds to save the last 2% of Ecuador's Choco Forest, a cause close to Sarah's heart. This is the one with Sarah Klass. The best thing to say to start with then, Sarah, is welcome to the show. And it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you because I've been oh, looking at, well, I've been looking at your, your CV here and, um, oh, it's absolutely wonderful. And before I've, I've called you, I've actually been chilling out to some of your music. It's very, oh. very calming. How did you get into all this kind of genre of music? Um, well, I, I suppose I, I just like writing uh melodies that that are emotive and I suppose what I started I started playing the piano when I was very young my father got me on the piano at four and so I'd always make up tunes so I mean I don't know whether this particular kind of music I suppose has evolved because of my love of classical music and my love of of melody you know some of the great uh, singer-songwriters like James Taylor or or Simon and Garfunkel I just love even though this is a classical album um, I think I just I love blending the whole thing together because I have a background that's that's, well quite um, multifaceted I, I write music for film and television too so I think for me, a, a kind of cinematic approach, um, uh, something that makes you feel inside epically or whatever <laughs> emotion it is. Um, I don't know where it really comes from. I think I think it's a divine thing that happens and just just you know comes out the other end somehow. Pops <laughs> into your head somehow. I mean, yeah, it, it 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 certainly feels divinely inspired, shall we say, very ethereal. And you know, lots of the content of the lyrical meanings behind it all are. Um, I won't use the word spiritual, although that's obviously one word we can use. Mm. But it's certainly in touch with nature as well, isn't it? How do you see it? Is it a spiritual expression, or is it just about carrying a message for you? I, I see it as a spiritual expression. Um, spiritual to me you know there is is that connection it it is a connection to god i i do believe in god um but it's everything i think na- nature is uh, when i say god i mean this this incredible force that's connecting everybody mm. together and um something it's hard to quantify but nature it, you can see it in nature really clearly it's just that energy that nature has um, I'm inspired by that. I, I feel it very strongly, and it and it comes out through my music. Mm-hmm. So um, yes, it's it's all. I think nature and the spiritual side of nature, because it, it has this essence, it, it cannot fail to have that essence. Um, it, it, and that energy, it's all interlinked to me. I know exactly what you mean, Sarah. I'm, I'm listening and I'm yeah. thinking, I it's get a, it. I completely yeah, it get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not just, a, it, it is a thing that anybody 
all of us can go experience by just standing in a beautiful green space, looking at a tree, yeah. being on the top of a mountain, being by the sea. We all feel uplifted by it. Yeah. There's a, some quote um, where, I, and it's something I went, I went into a forest and came out taller than the trees, mm. you know, and, and I love that. It's lovely. It's, it's that feeling that you get when you feel euphoria from nature. Yeah, and I, I, I totally get that. I think I get the feeling of the, you know, when you do go and, um, you know, go outside and you do feel feel nature, see the birds and, and just watch and, and, and really yes. try and connect. I mean, I think a lot of people who aren't used to trying to be still could possibly mm. miss it because we're so busy, aren't we? We don't take that time yes. to go, let me be still and just try and see, yes. to, to feel. It's so true, Kat, because... If you are still, and, and I, I started meditating a few years ago. Um, I did transcendental meditation. And I, I, it's an, a meditation is just a tool. And nature has that same thing. If you stop and sit under a tree, maybe just, just sit there and shut your eyes or just even look at the sky, you start and let, let your thoughts die away and be still for a minute. It's, it fills you up. It's the most incredible thing i mean meditation itself gives you more focus mm. gives you more joy just by clearing your thoughts and i mean there's many things that you can do i mean everybody has something i, I love surfing that's another thing if you're if you're surfing and you're on a wave i haven't done that for quite a long time <laughs> um and you you don't all you're thinking about is being in the moment yeah. and I think nature puts you in the moment a lot more it also helps you think too <laughs> there's a dividing thing there it it, it uh, gives you more space but at the same time you know you your, your thoughts can mull around and uh, work things out in nature you're so right I, I, at the moment I'm doing lots of walking um, and I'm, I'm purposely going places that I've not been before but if I can get in specifically trees I love trees and I love the ocean mm. and the sea so those two yeah. environments are for me really good and I've found that my mental health has improved and I think everybody could really do with a bit of that wouldn't they <laughs> right now with this COVID yes. situation and lockdown we all need yes. a bit of that don't we we all need a bit of that and I think people are actually you know when I look outside there's many more people walking around and I think people are are gravitating towards that. I, I'm not sure if it's partly that we feel that we can't go out and do as much, so we are trying to get any bit of space we can in our heads right now and for our, as you say, our mental health. Um, or I, if it's great, it's, you know, if it leads you to do more of that, if the lockdown of the pandemic has forced us into that more that we might not have been doing, then that's a brilliant thing. But there it is waiting for us and perhaps it's always it, it's always been waiting for us and if, if we haven't discovered it before. Because our, our lives, as you say, are busy, you know, there's a, a deluge of emails and a, you know, deluge of traffic if you're near cities and everything is quite intense. Mm. And if you just take that little time to just walk down the road or as you saying, do something different, you know, walk a different way that you would normally go or you see different things yeah. and immerse yourself in those little things. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's just such an amazing, joyful uh, little gift that you can bring back with you. 
I know that sounds over the top, but... but Do you know, it, do, it doesn't to me. <laughs> it doesn't no, to me. not to me, but... <laughs> I'm sure some, some, some of our listeners may be going, what on earth is she talking about? Well, well, I would say to them, go and give it a try. That would be what I, my message would be, because yeah. I, under, I understand exactly what you're saying. And, and I wonder whether or not we've got situations now where there's so many people living in, you know, built-up areas, we're all in, you know, in cities or confined spaces that it makes it difficult mm. we've lost touch with nature and people are starting to you know leave the cities and go to the suburbs aren't they more i think lockdowns made yeah. them think they can do that and that's got to be good yeah. for everybody i'm sure i think so i think it's it's key i think nature is nature's there for a reason it's key to our well-being i mean we we rely on it it's a symbiotic relationship but it relies on us to, to protect it but yeah. um I, I i feel that that it's there and it always has been and you know we we are part of nature we can't escape that and to deny it and or and to try and control it um you know it's it can only lead lead to our demise because we need to we you know we, it fills us up it heals us and that's one thing that that i think we've got to come back to we've got to come back to nature now it's yeah. it's um it's in all ways you know yeah, yeah. And, and there's lots of this coming to the fore i think people are actually becoming more aware aren't they i mean i see that you're ambassador for world land trust uh, along with david attenborough and chris pack and both of them are, are out there saying the same sort of thing and bringing it to people's attention um it's obviously really close to your heart and i see one of your um you know your tracks natural high was actually used in a, a campaign wasn't it last year for the the ecuadorian forests what was what happened yeah. there well um I, I've been working with them to try to raise awareness of the, the, the trust's work through my music for a few years. Um, and I, well, I think it's been, it's been a, things have changed a little bit at Worldland Trust. They've, they've got um, a new uh, CEO. Um, and I think this year, because I'd, I'd done the album and I sent, I had a meeting with, with, um, the head of the Worldland Trust, and we we chatted about uh, music and what I could do. Um, and I sent the, sent the CD off, and, and he absolutely loved it. And I think because it's got such an emotional feel to it, um, that particular track, a lot of them are, are quite emotive. Mm. They felt that it would be the, the right tone to uh, use for their campaign. It was to save the last two percent of the Choco Forest in Ecuador, mm. um, and it it did it had that effect i mean we had a target of 600,000 um to buy this part of the land there but it it exceeded all expectations and i think they ended up raising nearly a million or over a million uh, pounds brilliant so yes it That's was brilliant and amazing. i think it's, it's all helps you know the the music is uh, i think emotion sells conservation and the music has emotion and i think it helps too to do that you know mm. so well, music how, so whatever powerful, it isn't it? yeah well yes it <laughs> yeah. is isn't it but you're right about the music being so powerful and I'm sure I can see why that would be a really important part of that campaign because it it does move you when you hear it and and certainly that track I mean I was listening to that as I say before I you know I rang you and Natural High is such a beautiful track but actually it's also mm-hmm. quite uplifting as well it's not all about doom and gloom and we've got to do something and that's the message that's great but it's also uh it also felt a bit um celebratory for me yeah 
if that's the, if well, that's, that's where glad, it's coming from. I'm glad you think that, Kat. Oh, good. <laughs> because it, it's supposed to be. I think that we need to know that there's something we can do. And the World Land Trusts are brilliant in that they they directly put the funds that are raised to buying that land, that that money goes directly there. And then you have this whole huge, you know, area of land that, that has this incredible wildlife. You know, there's a species of spider monkey that's endangered and, and there's only a few hundred left that are on this piece of land. Oh. So if you buy that land, um, then that is protected and that will be protected hopefully forevermore. Yeah. And the thing is, it's, it should be celebratory. I feel nature needs to be celebrate, celebrated and it's, it's not all doom and gloom because we can do things and we need to believe that there is hope and that, that you know, that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because, yeah. you know, human beings can't exist under doom and gloom forever. So we need to, we need that window mm. just to know that, that we can act, that, that, when, that we're not sort of stultified, um, mm. that we can act and make a difference.
Hi, I'm Sarah Class, and you're listening to Cat's Tales. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's almost like we're ready for that spiritual awakening, isn't it? To actually get back yeah. to the roots of our forefathers and, you know, looking at various different ways that they connected with the earth, you know, even from stone circles mm. and Stonehenge and, and, and celebrating each of the different seasons. Yeah. It's, you know, it's time that mankind did that again, isn't it? Certainly from yeah. my perspective, I think that would be. Oh, know, I come totally on. agree, Kat. You and I are on the same <laughs> we page. We are. <laughs> it's right. We have to go back to those roots you know, the, mm. the ancestors knew a thing or two. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, we worked then, we worked with the earth, we worked in tandem and, and you know, the earth gave back to us and, and we worked with it, with the seasons, you know, we, we hibernated when it was time to hibernate, you know, we, we started to, to come out with the spring and do the things that we needed to do and, and be in sync with yeah. nature and we've lost that because of what technology, I suppose, has thrown upon us um and we react to it you know i i think there's a lot of um implications into electromagnetic uh frequencies you know with mm. us people getting ill you know we, we have them all around us the 5g i don't feel is a good idea you know mm. but some might call it progress but we are exposing ourselves to more radio radio waves and things and and um radio frequencies and electromagnetic frequencies so we have to come back to this somehow to our to our human beings to our organic organicness you know because we can't we can't go further than than we you know we can't exceed ourselves in those in those areas which are in endangering us I think yeah yeah absolutely and and I think you know if we're not careful we're losing a sense of everything aren't we and and mm. we just don't want to go past the tipping point to the the point where the it really point. is far too late I mean we're, we're really yeah. we're, we're kind of there aren't we I mean you know as Dave yeah, Jattenberg crucial, has been saying we're at that, yeah absolutely yeah was that one really of the, crucial uh, was that one of the reasons that you've you've, you've, you've chosen to do this album because it's it's packed with some beautiful songs um you know some of them are very heavenly feeling some of them are um you know all about nature as we've we've talked about there is is there a reason for you doing that did you want it to almost be a voice of what's happening or a call to arms well yes it's inside me um and but the, the, the way i feel it is that if people can feel nature through music if they can feel the beauty they might start to focus on it and and just just all of us have to be accountable to to our planet you know and and to work with it so i i think that is an intrinsic thing in me that i care so deeply about nature you know and i care deeply about humankind you know i i want i want there to be a voice and um nature needs a voice because it needs to be heard and i and i think that that's how i do it through my music and that's the only way i feel is that i'm able to express it i can speak vocally about mm. what we need to do on the planet but but you know the more beauty we see um surely the the more we would like to protect it yeah. it's like a student house I'll give you an example <laughs> if it's a tidy student house and clean the, the people that go in there after will probably want to keep it clean because it was that way from the beginning <laughs> yes <laughs> i like <So>, that <laughs> well it's something like that but but you know but but the more beauty we see um um i don't know i yeah. i just want that to 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 get into people's hearts to make to make people want to go 
oh my gosh, we can't, we can't let this go. This is so precious. This is so precious to us. Yeah. You know, we need, we need to protect it.
Hi there, I'm Sarah Class, and you're listening to Cat's Tales. Your music has been used in quite a few different scenarios, hasn't it, to, to actually voice that message as well. I know that you've been part of the uh, the score for the BBC TV series Africa um, and yeah. quite a few other things that you've been involved in as well. Was that a, an ambition of yours or did did the music come first and then the opportunities come second? How did it all work in your career as you progressed? I suppose I did. There was a conscious thought when, at quite a young age when I saw natural history programmes and, you know, I, I thought, oh, I would love to write music for those nature programmes. How do I do that? Um, I mean, I had a very a bit of convoluted course because when I started growing up I thought um, I wanted to be perhaps a concert pianist or be young musician of the year and I saw how much everybody had to practice and I thought oh mm-hmm. actually eight hours a day of practice is is um, quite a quite a big thing um, quite a dedication um, and then I but I always wanted to compose I always did so that was one thing I always did I'd make up tunes on the piano my father would encourage me he was really you know it was great like that um and i got into jazz i loved sort of trying to play jazz like you know oscar peterson or very difficult or you know some of the the more modern jazz pianists greats like bill evans um and then i realized well i i love composing um i i got a small demo together uh, i sent it off to the bbc I, I got a name from somebody who was in the natural history unit in bristol um and i sent it there with with a big prayer mm-hmm. <laughs> and the funny thing was that i got offered a job because i just come out of college and i didn't have work you know you try i'm temping doing lots of different things um and so i just it was brilliant because I got a short-term contract at the BBC. It was only a couple of weeks just to fill in for somebody um, in in a sort of secretarial role. Uh, so I did that and I carried on doing my music in my own time to the point where one day I, you know, I kept hassling this the same guy that gave me a job. Um, I said, "Oh, have you got any music jobs? So can you can you do any?" Uh, have you got got anything that you could give me that's got got some animals in it? <laughs> and I had done some little bits and pieces. I started working in Radio Four by then, um, and he said, "Well, we've only got this uh, one thing that's only four hundred pounds. It's a very low budget." And I was thinking, four hundred pounds? That's amazing! It's a fortune. <laughs> um, so I was very excited. And I, then I had to do a demo. He said, "Well, come and meet the producer." I had to do a demo, and it was. Um, it was seals going into the water and and dolphins and and the producer loved the demo she she thought it was great and then i i did the music for this first program and it just took off from there really so it started with natural history um really uh, through all the different mediums of just composing i think to me that was the thing to be able to make take the pictures and make the music in my mind and then put them in you know put them down um, to life isn't it yes bring it to life oh wow yeah. i mean I'm, I'm just inspired by the fact that you're able to do that i mean does does the music just sort of um start to appear in your head or do you do you start to mm. hear it or how does it all sort yeah. of work you know I, i'm looking at you with all thinking tell me how it works because i don't i i can't do it <laughs> so how does well, it I work think- 
it does well i think everybody's got some way of of creating actually so but for me if it's if it's some okay for with, with the with the album i i was inspired by nature and different aspects of nature so if it, it was an ocean scene or an ocean um if it's an animal scene say you have a lots of wildebeest crossing a big savannah um i just i get a feeling of what that might that epic quality of what that might feel like in the space and then so if it's a film you've got many different elements you're pulling together and so i i feel what is it to be what would it be like to be wandering across uh the desert with the dangers <laughs> of you know lions and things well i say the desert but you yeah. know in any kind of terrain and mm-hmm. you've got all these animals there so i start to think about those things and then i feel i hear the bass and i i feel the the depth of of the music i feel that i sometimes hear a melody will come um that might come later or i hear a melody uh the harmony um the bass the rhythm and everything will start to just formulate um somewhere in my mind and i get a feeling uh that just comes so i just I just try to get it down as quickly as possible. Mm. And then you have to work very, very closely with the picture. Well, I do. Um, yeah. With what's happening in the scenes. You you know, you as the audience, the listener or the viewer might not know that that, those, that, that music is driving it um, yeah. or that, that pulse is there. Uh, but it, it's something that I sort of, I feel and I put down. So hopefully it's not, it doesn't, absolutely um what's the word it informs but it doesn't impose what i'm yeah. hoping with with how i write so yeah, yeah it's, it does come from a place that somewhere or other it comes straight down into me and when it's song for example sometimes it might come really quickly the whole thing i'll write it down very quickly i'll get i'll get a melody line and and a chorus and and words will come into my head. So I just hope that never dries up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it won't. I'm sure. Well, it's it one won't. of those things. I think it's divinely inspired, and I, I do wonder. I was just chatting to someone about this the other day. How things can just come straight through your hands and into the piano, onto the piano, and you know, it gets out there, and you don't really realise that you've written it. You come back to it later, and you think, "Gosh, that's um." Yeah comes from somewhere else really and i'm yeah. sure it's the same for people that paint or or dance or it's a it's a channeling thing yeah i understand that completely and and you know yeah. possibly you go back to it and you think D- i don't even recognize that i don't even remember doing that i get the same yeah. kind of thing sometimes when i'm writing you know i do yeah you know for my journalism i do a lot of writing and by the end of it, i think i don't remember writing that but oh, my goodness i'm quite proud of it <laughs> you know so yes it's really good it's amazing isn't it that you you don't know whether yeah. it's just something from within or you know whether we are channeling something bigger than us um i i, I guess we we won't know that answer yeah. for sure this on this plane but it's a great question to ask isn't it yeah i i think there's there, there must be because because when you when you do get that sense when you're saying you look back at your writing and you 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 know you you must be inspired and in because it does pour out of you because if you don't, you know, you don't really remember it. I'm sure it's not just because we're going a little bit, you know, yeah. <laughs> too <loudly. laughs> Maybe a bit of that. Yeah, well, <laughs> that. we've got to be a little bit mad. We but have. But there's, there's always things, you know, I think it does come through. There's, there's so much to prove otherwise, you know, to, you know yeah. that I- it comes, comes through us. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And, and, a, and a lot of the musicians I speak to, 
you know say the same thing sometimes they'll say I just, you know I don't even remember that or it happened in the middle of the night and I had to just stop you know get out mm. of bed and write it because it felt like yeah. it was just given to me as a complete package you know um yeah and then other it's songs amazing. you know other people then say well actually sometimes I've had to really really work at that and I'm just mm. curious as to whether or not there's been a different process for you I suppose there must be with the composing for a piece of film and then the freedom mm. that you've had with your album it's two different mm. kinds of writing I would imagine it really is actually Kat I, I think the writing for the album is very rewarding in that it just you can create any picture in your mind and you can go anywhere you like um you have to be a little bit um, you, you, with with pictures. They're dictating to you to some extent, mm-hmm. um, and you you can't go too off piste. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word. You can't go too crazy because you know you you've got to give something of the scene. You you can't really go out of too much out of into a, a mad genre. Some people might like that, um, but really, when it comes down to it. Um, I think if you try to experiment too much, then then you'll get asked to change it. <laughs> yeah. So if if it's, it, I still feel there's freedom. There's still freedom in what you're going to write to a picture. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's this incredible feeling of of space when it's your when it's your own music and without a picture. I, I love it. I love both. I love both methods. Do you? Yeah, different things, yeah. aren't there? You've got the interpretation on one hand, and then on the other hand, you've got yeah. complete freedom to go wherever your mind takes you. And so I'm not surprised to see that you, well, you have three three Emmy Award nominations, haven't you? And a Classic Brit Award nomination, number one album collaboration. I mean, you know, not only has your music gone out there and influenced people, it's been recognised as well. That must be great. Yeah, that that's really really great. Um, it's it does help to it raises your profile. I think when you when you have a you know a, a nomination and or a win or whatever, that it's really good for that. Um, and it's it's great to be recognised. I think you're always striving though as as an artist to to do better for yourself. To do I, I know I I think it, I'm I, I probably put that pressure on myself to to keep going into. I think, I don't know if it's a recognition thing or just that there's so many avenues to explore in music and I just want to do them all, you know. I'll probably never never give up and never never retire because music's in me. I, I think it's not it's not really a job, it's, it's something else. It's a way of life, isn't know. it? A way of life. <laughs> a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably it for most musicians and, yeah. you know, any artist, anybody or writers who create, you, it's something you don't ever want to stop doing yeah I can understand that and when you've had such um you know such influence on things like you know the the Ecuadorian forest I mean that must Mm. be enormously rewarding I mean if if you do nothing else in your life at least you can say I've made a difference that's got to feel good Kat that was that's who it that's the last that that thing last year I really I mean I felt so happy that they asked me to do it I you know I I think the charity work um it because it's hard you know you're trying to do things through music and music as a medium is is very affecting i know that it's it, there's always a part of me that goes but i could do more i want to do i want to do more but what could i do you know yeah. um so when that happened it made me feel complete it made me feel like yes if i died now if this is it 
yeah. then I would feel happy that I've contributed somehow to to that to something that that really matters yeah I can I can understand yeah. that that's that's something to be well proud yeah. of it really is Sarah Aww. it really is thank you and and is there something else you you would like to achieve like that is there anything else you know on your list of you know saving a particular species or have you have you thought about where you could put those talents you know to the next one well I am having a chat at the moment with Worldland Trust for another for another campaign there's some, there's some other things coming up this year um so I, yes, I just want to, to find, I'd love to, yes, there's some really big things. <laughs> I'd love to work with Greta Thunberg. I'd love to do some huge, you know, musical thing that, that can raise awareness for the planet. Um, yeah. That's been a, a big wish. Um, I, I, yes, wherever it can be, that it can, can be a bigger thing, that, that more and more people can, can see it and make it, make it a way of life, making protecting wildlife you know, part of part of their lives, but, you know, and it has to be, it has to, we have to keep on having the message out there to yeah. the point where I suppose it has to happen really at a governmental level. Um, so these things are in place and we, that we think that, that it's the norm because at the moment it's not the norm. It has to become the norm that we are, you know, we are, we are recycling properly and we're yeah. doing the things that we need to do to be in balance with the planet you know and and that would be my biggest wish and however i can do that you know i'm 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 at the planet's disposal <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not just disposed of me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no you've got plenty of uh, plenty of talent and so much to give there's i think your journey well, on this earth is going to be a long one because you're really doing something special and uh yeah it's just lovely to, lovely to speak to you i could speak to you all day sarah but i know that oh, you, you probably haven't got all day so we will have to uh probably cut, cut this short but i tell you what we will do is we will have another chat a little bit later sarah i think to see how things are going if you're up for it mm. and see what else we can do that. to keep it all keep the momentum going because it's a it's something dear to my heart and um and i'm i'm so inspired by you i think it's wonderful Oh, Kat, I would absolutely love to come back and let's have another chat. That would be absolutely amazing. Bless you. Thank you.